passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Back now for another Six Rings and Football Things podcast, and this is a very special edition, one I've been looking forward to for weeks, if not months. I'm Andy Hart, joined alongside Nick Fitzy Stevens and Chris Shime Time Shime, and this will be our Patriots season preview podcast. We are going to break down records, wins, losses, schedule, awards, questions, strengths, weaknesses, everything that is the Patriots 2022 season will be in this podcast if we can get it under the self-imposed one-hour limit that we are trying to get it under. Nick Fitzy Stevens, I'm going to start with you because we are days and hours away from obviously both the NFL season, but more mm-hmm. importantly, the Patriots season. Sum up your feelings for me very quickly before we get into the records and the win-loss. Well, Andy, I think I've been able to not necessarily convince myself that it's Arizona or bust, but I've been able to turn the ship around enough that I'm feeling mildly optimistic about the season. I think we have been so incredibly hard on the Patriots, on the coaching decisions, on the organization as a whole, which I think is largely based on the sour milk punt free finale to the season last year with the dusting in Buffalo, uh, the departure of many beloved Patriots, veteran pillars of the organization, and of course the lack of, if we're being honest, quality gameplay or highlights during a very wonky, um, dare I say, pedestrian preseason. I think we're forgetting about the fact that they bring back enough talent with the addition of a few free agents, some choice free agents on both sides of the ball, what we believe to be another pretty good draft that they should be able to stay adjacent or near to where they were last year. And if nothing else throughout the season, show us signs of improvement to give us hope for this vaunted 2023 that 
everybody believes the team is ultimately building towards. So uh, I'm trending like the thumb. It's like it's on its way up. Like it's at a, a 60 degree angle. It's not a full thumbs up, but it's also definitely not the thumbs down we've been getting around town. So cautiously optimistic from Wordy McWordWord over there. Shime time. What are your thoughts as we get into this season preview? Oh, I apologize. I didn't mean to take up time providing some analysis and insight on the team as to as one of the hosts of the program. Me like team, football good, play sport. Pog. Yeah, I uh to be honest with you, Wordy McWorderson uh said enough words for me because I am in the exact I'm in the exact same boat I've been all along. This team's gonna stink, it's gonna be below 500. Get used to it, Patriots fans. It ain't changing anytime soon. Okay, right. real quick before we jump into our record predictions, and we're gonna do it in an interesting way. We're gonna have a prediction, an upside mm-hmm. prediction, and a downside prediction. So, you know, sort of realistic, then optimistic, then pessimistic. But I want to hell times upside prediction gonna be like two wins. You'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> um, but real quick before we get into that, I wanted to cite two sources that I think puts this season a little bit in perspective. I was reading ESPN's big season preview where they did mm-hmm. every team. And their bold prediction was that the Patriots don't make the playoffs. And I was like, wait, that's a bold prediction. I feel like most people are assuming they won't make the playoffs. Yeah, so have you listened to Boston radio the last six months. Yeah, it's or just Vegas. They ha- they set right. the number at eight and a half. Like, right. so even if you take the over as a nine win team, they're probably not a playoff team. And then Peter King's season preview football morning in America Labor Day comes out. And he had an interesting nugget where he had three teams listed with seven and 10 records on the season. Those three teams would be the Detroit Lions, mm. the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh. and your New England Patriots. What? And I think for some people to put those three teams uh, at the same record through a 17-game NFL season might be eye-opening in some form or fashion. But I've been saying all along as we've done the power rankings in the AFC and people are like, well, you're definitely better than, say, Houston. You're definitely better than the Jets. You're definitely better than the Jaguars. I've been going, I'd pause a second on the Jaguars who have brought adult coaching to a talented roster and could be an interesting foe. But let's go. I am going to start things off with my season prediction record. It's higher than Peter King's. I'm not going 7-10 and 10 for your New England Patriots. My regular prediction for a record just sort of it is what it is realistic nine and eight i've said it all along i think they're a mediocre football team that will win slightly more often than they lose and i think that's just a reality that you have to sort of accept if you're a patriots fan or onlooker so uh chris shime time shime i want to go to you next for your Fabulous. realistic record prediction for the 2022 patriots yeah my realistic record i'm gonna go with uh lock it in at six and eleven jiminy I, yeah I, I didn't say, whoa, whoa i didn't say the downside record I yeah said i haven't real- gotten to downside yet oh um, my I am- god is this the is this the part where we purge more lists is this the hemorrhage is that what we call this part yes that's exactly what we call this part because i look at i just I, the the roster's not that talented, uh, on especially on the offensive side of the football. The whole mishmash, k- k- absolute befuddling thing they're doing with the offensive coordinator still just does not sit well with me. I don't think it's going to go very well. Bill Belichick can be the greatest coach of all time, and this can also be his biggest blunder of all time. Those things can both be true. And so, therefore, I am firmly in the camp of this is going to be 6-11. and 11. Patriots fans... Have fun with that middle of the season when you get the uh, easy teams on your schedule because the back half of the season, you are going to be miserable. 
great. Nick Fitz I, and I, Stevens, I, come on, maybe we need some optimism. Man, I got I have to almost like change my regular season no, prediction just to put a smile on the face of Pats fans after Dumpy Dumperson over there just like <laughs> Hey man, steamed run right out on top of Pats fans, and the joy you took also in saying like you, you know you almost went into you people territory from Andy, and I almost expect better from you, Shine. But then again, I know how much fun you get in this. What kind of rise you take out of this? It's a, it's okay, Andy. It was a small slide across the bow of your little grumpy ship. Um, <laughs> I too, though, Andy, surprisingly, will be joining you in Camp Nine and Adistan. Uh, I think the team, like I said earlier, during the wordy McWorderson breakdown of how I've been feeling about the season prior to kickoff is definitely trending in the right direction. They will be a tough out. They will start off a little bumpy. Then they'll smooth things out. They'll finish with more L's than dubs. But I think things will be trending in the right direction. And the reason I'm more optimistic than not is I've thought long and hard about the idea that they are going to trust Mac Jones more often than not and let him do more than he was allowed to do in recent pretend football games. So he'll take his lumps, but I think we'll realize at the end of the season, we got a real one for the long term in Mac Jones. So nine and eight, Andy, nine and eight. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get broken in the process where he's tucking the ball and running around like he's done all summer on the practice field and preseason field, but I won't get into that too much. Uh, so I'm going to go now to the optimistic record, which again will be interesting with Chris Shine, but mine was 11 wins. This is best case scenario and, and I know that's not really how it works. Mm -hmm. Best case scenario would be 17 wins, but realistic best case scenario, you steal a couple, you probably don't deserve to. Maybe you even get a little bit of a taste of last year where injuries derailed some of your opponents. They weren't coming to the competition. Bill Belichick touches it. And even though we're all dubious of the coaching staff, Midas touch. Uh, so I would say 11 and seven is the uh, uh, 11 and six excuse me is the best case scenario for your new england patriots this season shime do it come on say it come on you can do it come on shime come on come on come on best i think best case scenario they're 10 and 7 oh wow listen to this guy best case scenario they're 10 and 7 because best case scenario Everything I've seen so far was a complete and utter farce and a lie. And all, all Belichick has been doing is it, this is, and maybe this is part of his genius is he's just hiding literally everything from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they beat Miami Pittsburgh to start the season. And then they crush that middle of the schedule and they sneak away with one or two at the end. And if that happens, they can come away with 10 games and finish probably second place in the, in the division. Okay. I like seven. it now. Hmm. Now I'm going to see where Fitzy ranks among the true pom-pom waving footy pajama crowd. Because I worked mm-hmm. for a boss, Fred Kirsch, for years who would say basically. Sleeps at night now that you're not there. What? Uh, no, he doesn't. He misses me greatly. He tells me all the time. But he would be he like, you know, things aren't going to go their way 15 and one. <laughs> he was the right. ultimate optimist. Had a little Fred Smurless had a little similar mentality. So Fitzy. As mm-hmm. the Pats fan on this podcast, mm-hmm. give me your optimistic Patriots schedule. As the super fan in residence, I can't go as far as our pal Ian Logue from PatsFans.com, who back in June said they'd go 13-4 and four and double down on it last week. Uh, as much as I would love to see that from his keyboard to the gridiron god's ears, I will go upside record of 12-5. and five. A couple oh. of the games where I can oh. see the Patriots losing by a late score, you know, somewhere in the four to six point range in the middle to later part of the season, 
where the rubber hits the lumber and they both make contact with the road. Maybe a couple of those games go their way. A late, a late turnover goes to them. A quick pick. Um, you know, we haven't seen a lot of game-winning drives from Mac Jones, and maybe that'll be one of the things we can look forward to or that we hope we'll see this season. I'm not saying he's going to be touchdown Tom, but, you know, it's not going to be, you know, Brady to Ken Brell, but maybe we'll see a couple of those late in the season. So upside record, best-case scenario, 12-5. and five. Okay, now we're going to go into Shime's favorite world. That's the world of negativity, and I am going to go with my <laughs> downside record, and it's the inverse of what you just predicted, Fitzy. Five and 12. You know, the last time Bill Belichick won five games as a Patriots head coach, it was the year 2000 when he was transitioning Pete Carroll's roster and mm-hmm. sort of doing the dirty work to get ready for the dynasty that was to unfold shortly thereafter. And I know it's hard for people to envision Bill coaching a five-win team. I think a lot of people say, wow, you know, Belichick himself gets you five wins or you roll out of bed. Um, I just think if they have a couple injuries, you know, for, for me, it would be like Christian Barmore if he got hurt somehow. And obviously if Mac gets hurt, then the wheels fall off and who knows, but uh, I'm not even including Mac in that discussion or even the offensive line, which I continue to say, I was a little oh. generous calling it a house of cards. It's not even yet a house, whatever it's made out of house of pasta house of uh mush and uh my my fear of the summer the old jello softening jello practices we watched all summer long um as you start to play real teams and even teams that have question marks like pittsburgh but have talent as well have a defense have playmakers we could realize that it's worse than we thought it was so worst case scenario i'm gonna say five and 12 new england patriots how can we just how can we think that bill belichick you're gonna you're gonna want to let me go next would i I, we're (laughs) definitely gonna want to let you go next i just have to wonder aloud how can we not to go out of turn but how could how could we come to a point in time where bill belichick your greatest living football mind could allow his roster coaching staff and state of the organization to dissolve to a point where they are a well under 500 team years removed from the greatest football player of all time being under center or not. How could it go? Like, what, what was the famous line in that barstool video where the Patriots lost to Miami on the Miami miracle and the dad sat there in the chair going, how did it happen? What the F happened? How could it happen? Well, I, I mean, I, I feel like I would be that. Podcast. I would be that dad. It's a different podcast for a different day, but I think we could actually probably map it out there there are some significant aspects that we could probably map out but now the time everyone's been waiting for unless they turn the podcast off and aren't listening anymore chris shine time 30 second button where you can go like yeah so that's fine are we ready for you to be called whatever it is a prick a dink or whatever they like to call you in a joyless prick is okay joyless prick what's your downside prediction for the season the downside prediction here boys is uh Three and 14 in the first overall pick in the draft. I just, all right, stop it. Stop it. No, I'm serious because like outside of fun anymore, I want to get off the ride. If if you're (laughs) only in a a downside scenario, I'm only giving them all of the games I think are almost guaranteed wins, which I think the Jets at home, the Bears and the Browns, because they don't have Deshaun Watson. I think those three games are all like the, the best, the, the gimme games that the Patriots should always win. Hey, I like the fact that you didn't give them the Lions, man. Dude, I think the Lions are actually going to be like a seven or eight win team. Like the Lions offensive line might be a top five line in football. 
And so my, my thing is, is I just look at it. If you're talking downside, I went pretty high with my upside and I went pretty down with my downside. And I, so there's, I know there's a lot of variance in there. I understand that. I'm not, you know, I'm not leaving a whole lot to be, I'm not being very specific here, but I, I am leaving a lot of variance and that's okay. Uh, I, I just, I think in a very downside scenario, next March, you're going to be talking about the Patriots considering taking Bryce Young with the first overall pick. I get to tell you, that'll make for some fun off-season Six Rings podcast that will lead up to the draft. Uh, although, the other question could be, will they be considering, uh, what's his name, Will Anderson? Same school, different uh, approach to it. Stick yes. with Mac and just build an all-Alabama team. Mac, Christian Barmore, Will Anderson, fine, let's just keep going. Fine. Build Alabama North. And used to be Patriot <laughs> South went places. Let's build Alabama North yeah, as exactly. we try to rebuild. Okay, I can uh, get behind that. Just a quick, um, I actually think, Shime, you could have gone 2-15 and 15 using your logic. I know. I could have. I don't know how you, the Browns are a gimme with their defense. They're all around. I just talent, think I don't think game. I don't think it's possible, regardless of how bad our roster is, Woo. that Bill Belichick can lose to Jacoby Brissett. I just don't think that can happen. Oh, don't be saying our roster at this point if you're going to be don't speaking of the Patriots. <laughs> I'm being realistic. I think the Browns could run the ball 40 times for 280 yards in that game and win that game and take a Belichickian approach. They to couldn't do it last Brissett. year. Lest, lest we forget the defensive what happened. They didn't have their running when, backs last year. They when Dearness Robinson ran so well on that opening drive and, and they Dearness ended Johnson. in a touchdown. Uh, Dearness Johnson, sorry, right? And then two years prior, when Nick Chubb was streaking towards yes. the end zone and it took a John Fair Jones point. mighty fumble punch uh, to save it? the drive. And no, 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 I'm going to stick with three and 14 as the pot is the uh, okay. Uh, the unlikely All right, I'm going to go with Je full Jeff Fisher. I'm not going three and 14, bro. <laughs> Zero chance, Shine. My downside pick, Andy Hart, seven and 10. <laughs> not great, Bob. It's not great. Seven and 10 would be considered a failure. Seven and 10 would be a regional disappointment. Seven and 10, even if they're a bunch of hard-fought games, if the Patriots are in them to win them and then just can't come out on the other side of the dub, I think I think the critics would be coming out, waving their pitchforks and their oily torches. Uh, the phones will be lit up at the station. Social media will be an absolute Vietnamese minefield of misery. It's going to be, it, it, it's going to be rough around here if the Patriots finish anywhere below my season long nine and eight prediction. I, I just, I just think even if you, if you want to say that we are entitled town, even if you want to say that people around here are super spoiled and the Patriots, the top dog in town, if they're supposed to take time to rebuild, uh, need a little more time to be able to reach, uh, anything resembling the level of excellence they used to perform at people around here just don't have the stomach for beyond three to five years of a rebuild. They'd like to see if this is Bill Belichick if, and he was able to go, Put put the stones on the table and say, okay, greatest player of all time, go away. I'll I'll rebuild a winner in a couple of years. And he has a losing record while Tom Brady goes back to the playoffs, likely for a third straight season. Uh, people around here are going to be miserable. Like it, it's going to get bad. It's going to get ugly. You'll have people probably calling for the coach's job. And well, while that's uh, compelling content in the media as a fan, uh, uh. Ugh. Well, I mean, you got to move on at some point. He is 70. And I will say the bar has been set, I think, by ownership in terms of the we haven't won a playoff game in three years. And I think we can all agree real quick uh, something. Is it safe to say that it's an absolute really long shot that this team wins a playoff game this year? Really long yes. shot. Yes. Yep. Win. Yes. Wins a playoff game. Because yes. I think it's a long shot. They make the playoffs. And then to think they're actually going to win if they did somehow sneak in. So, Fitzy, uh, where do you say, Andy? Yeah, Andy, you say long shot. I'll say 
it, more probable than not to use familiar, if not triggering Patriots lingo, more probable than not the Patriots don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, it's definitely great. a long shot that they would win a playoff game, go on a playoff run for sure. I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's run. wishful no thinking. That's no very chance. wishful thinking. Okay, Wordy McWordword had a, a fun game he wanted to do. It's the classic game that we all do when the schedule comes out. We're going to do it to predict the season. So I am going to very quickly just say the game, the opponent, the week, and we're going to say win or loss. No explanation needed. Okay? Are we ready, guys? Okay. Mm -hmm. We all know week one at the Miami Dolphins. I will go loss. Loss. Win the Patriots win. I've talked myself into it. I I heard Chris Curtis on our morning show Can this I morning say no even say, "How are we going to get this podcast done if he keeps oh, talking?" Damn it! I was going to say, oh, "Fine, I don't okay, know, Andy. whatever." You suck. You were, and by the way, you, you wanted to tell a Chris Curtis story? No thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, if we live in a world where even Chris Curtis thinks the Patriots are going to win in Miami on opening week after this off season of negativity. I Let's be honest, that he's way. just trying to balance out the negativity of me and Wiggy because it's somewhat overpowering. It's a, okay. You'll have your time to talk Patriots-Dolphins later in the week when we do our right, game. Right, right, right. I week know. Two. I helped organize it. Shut up. Week <laughs> two at the Pittsburgh Steelers against Mike Tomlin and now announced Mitchell Trubisky, who's a captain and a starter. I will go win. Loss. The, the Steelers, Yinsberg, going to beat the Patriots that week. That's a loss. Okay. Uh, just fun fact, real quick. It's not a whole story, but fun fact. Uh, last time the Patriots played Mitchell Trubisky, he threw for 330 yards and ran for 80 in a tug as well. And may I also remind you that Josh uh, Gordon was streaking towards the end zone and ran out of breath and got caught from behind at the 15. Corderell Patterson, by the way, had a game. That that was an awesome game in 2018. Awesome game. Week, week three, the season, I mean, the home opener at Gillette Stadium, a fun home opener. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I am going to say loss. Blowout loss. Oh, blowout. He added to it. <laughs> I wait. Hold, wait, I, wait. Hold on a second. I love the fact that you said fun home opener. There's going to be nothing fun about there this There is one. going it, to be it, nothing. I mean, it won't be as bad as the 2009 star. wild card game, but the Patriots are just unable to get Lamar off the field in time. This is a disappointing nine to 10 point loss. Okay. Blowout loss for uh, Shime. I like the editorialization. Week four, travel to Green Bay, Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers retooled receiving core. I'm going to say loss. Loss. Yeah. Goal. Pats. Go home with a loss. Okay. One in, we are at the one and three mark here, Andy. One yep. and three. It is what it is. But the good I'm news is you now have the Detroit Lions. There is a good uh, news, Andy. It's a good matchup at Gillette Stadium, according to Peter King, who thinks these teams will have the same record. I'm going to say win. I'm not picking Campbell to beat Belichick ever. First win of the season for the New England Patriots. <laughs> All the way into October. Wow. That's unbelievable, Chris Scheim. How You're only going to get six of them. That's why this is the first one. Yeah, the pay it's a tougher game than people expect. The, the Everyone's uh, concept of what the Lions are uh, needs to be thrown out because they're going to be a tough out every week. Uh, Pat, squeak this one out. Okay, week six at the Cleveland Browns against old friend Jacoby Brissett. Chris Shime, Time Shime said this is a guaranteed win. I don't think it's a guaranteed win, but I think the Patriots will get the job done. I'm with I'm all in on win, baby. Yeah, this is a this is another dub for the Patriots as they now have what they call a winning streak, Andy. Oh. They have won two in a row. Back to back. And, and ready for this spoiler alert. Um uh it's it's far from the end of the winning streak they're gonna go on.
Week seven, the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, one of the second-year quarterbacks Mac will be uh, compared to, heads to Gillette Stadium. I am going to say Patriots win again. I'm not sold on really anything the Bears are doing. I'm with you. Win, win, win. Yeah, I'm really – you know what I'm really looking forward to is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI 93.7 FM with your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart that'll start at about 11.45 that night. That's going to be entertaining fair. I can tell you I get very punchy in those late starts, and you almost have no idea what I'm going to say, so it could be my last show ever. Uh, well, I'm going to enjoy uh, p- playing the Titanic of your radio programs together. Uh, that's also going to be a win. It's going to be a real boring game, and it's going to be a Patriots win. Week eight, as we continue the soft spot, soft spot of the mm-hmm. schedule mm-hmm. at the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take the Patriots. I don't know. I, I'm not really buying the Jets in the Robert Sala era. So Patriots. Patriots fans, hopes are all the way up. They're back to 500. Patriots win. Look at oh. that. Oh, and Ew. damn near a heater at this point. Your New England Patriots win their fourth game in a row, a squeaker at Jetropolitan's. Four games straight. That would put the Patriots right now bum, 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 as a winning team with five dubs on the season. They got to be better than nine and eight, Uncle Fitzy, at this point, right? So in week nine, a controversial team, I'll say. The Indianapolis Colts arrive at Gillette Stadium. Matt Ryan and company, good roster. Jonathan Taylor, the whole thing. I'm going to say the Patriots lose. And down goes the streak. I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> you know what? I think it was the great uh, philosopher poet uh, Les Snead who said, "F them picks." I don't like either of your picks. I say the Patriots get revenge for that miserable game last December in Indianapolis with Adam Vinatieri banging the anvil or whatever it was. Patriots get another win on Matty Ice. They are now six and three on the season, five in a row. Week eleven, Gillette Stadium, New York Jets. Second time in a couple weeks. Soft spot of the schedule continues. I'll take the Patriots. I will take the Patriots back to 500. Oh, look at this. The Patriots run it to a six-pack, Andy. Your favorite. Six delicious wins in a row. They are 7-3 and three on the season. Watch out. People around town are saying Belichick's got it. Are they a playoff team? Could they be going to the Super Bowl? You never know. 7-3, and three, how you be? Well, now we have an interesting team. The Minnesota Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium, a place where the Patriots uh, have Super Bowl memories slash nightmares. Um, I don't think the Patriots secondary can keep up with the uh, the Vikings arsenal, so I will go Vikings. Are we watching the Red Sox or are we watching the Patriots? They're back below 500 again. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> I'm just going to be so excited when the Patriots start at 820 on Thanksgiving night and we eschew a classic traditional day of mirth, merriment, consumption, and napping with our family so we can prepare for the Pats game, a midnight start to the Six Rings postgame show, all for the Patriots to not be able to contain Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Patriots lose by single digits. Uh, Week 13, Buffalo Bills arrive at Gillette Stadium. Not even sure we need to talk about it. Bills. (laughs) Bills. Yeah, I got the Patriots. No, losing this one. (laughs) I wasn't done. Week 14 at the Arizona Cardinals. First of a uh, West Coast two-week fun trip for fans. Um, I'm just not a Kyler Murray guy. I'm not a Kingsbury guy. I'm not a Cardinals guy. So I will give the Patriots a win at Arizona. At 5-7, and you'd think the Patriots are done, but there's signs of life. They beat the Cardinals. I'll take the Patriots. Uh Uh-oh. 
big dub out where they lost a big one and then scored a huge come from behind win in the Super Bowl. Patriots win eight and five playoff dreams still alive. And a week later, the dreams die at the hands of Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders. They're just better than the Patriots. Devontae Adams, 200 yards, three touchdowns. Give me the Raiders. Hunter Renfro slices and dices apart the New England Patriots secondary like a Ginsu knife advertised after midnight on local television. Patriots chopped up by old pal Josh McDaniels. Eight and six, not looking so great. Uh, and you have the defending AFC champions coming to Gillette Stadium Christmas Eve matchup with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and other people the Patriots can't keep up with. Patriots lose. Give me the Bengals. T. Higgins, big game for him. Uh, why the voice? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, everybody, Chris Yime, suck it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wish I could tell you that the Pats pull off a Christmas Eve miracle, Father. It's all I want for Christmas is the Patriots to beat the Benz gals. Um, this is a good game. Patriots give it everything they got. They come up just a little bit short of a Christmas Eve miracle. Now we are at Patriots eight and seven clinging to hopes. We're talking about the path on the radio. Can the Patriots pull off the playoffs eight and seven? I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure my uh, win loss total is adding up to my nine, eight record, but week 17. Well, happy have, new we were year. consistent here. <laughs> Miami Dolphins arrive at Gillette Stadium. Dolphins could either be a playoff-bound team or a debacle under Mike McDaniel at this point. I am going to say the Patriots get the win in this one, and the Dolphins are a debacle late in the year. Give me the Dolphins as they're fighting for a playoff spot. Okay. Zero chance that the Dolphins pull off a New Year's miracle in the freezing cold of Gillette Stadium. Get lost. Mike McDaniel. No, I still think the Dolphins are going to be a pretty good team, but. Uh, Tyreek Waddell and company coming in and running their little fleet of foot show in Foxborough. No way. Patriots get the win, renewing hopes of postseason glory. They go to nine and seven, but there's one final game in store. And the hopes end. They die at what's apparently now called Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Josh Allen and the Super Bowl bound Bills wipe the field once again with your New England Patriots. Yeah, the Bills want that number one seed. I'm going to take the Bills. The only chance the Patriots have of being able to win this game and potentially make the postseason as I have it mapped out is if Buffalo is so far ahead of everyone that they have they're Case Keenum undefeated. and company and they are, they're either like 14 and two and they rest everybody because they've got the number one seed locked up. But I think they're still playing for seeding, maybe trying to bolster Josh's MVP numbers. That's a loss up in Buffalo. And unfortunately, that's nine and eight and the Patriots just missed the playoffs six and 11 so there is your season preview wins and losses nine and eight records or worse depending on who the host of the six rings pod you're listening to that is the first segment of this very special season preview six rings podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.